I feel like character arcs are like the most interesting things, especially in like now that TV's all fucking good and shit. You can go for seasons, dude. Jamie Lannister was yeah. a <laughs> dude. I'll say that word. <laughs> Rock Nation, welcome back to episode 64 of the 505 Podcast. Come on. Feels good to have us all. Oh, back. yeah. Here we are. Dude. We don't have it's one headed crack because I've just decided to like spare both of you. I don't want to like, you know, hurt any feelings. I want to check this out. Check this out. Thank God. Oh, I can't. Uh, if you're listening, so if, if you're dude. listening only, I just want you to know that you just missed out on the stupidest thing <laughs> that you've ever seen in your life. Go to YouTube and check it out. You're going to have to go to Yo, YouTube. We what's, hit, what's not stupid is that I'm staying so much more hydrated I would Brandon. never have an off-brand mm. Hydro Flask. Yeah, what is that's that? That's the thing. Thermoflask? Thermoflask? <laughs> what even is that thing? I would be pissed. Yeah, that's God, stupid. God, roasted Listen, okay. of the pod. We hit 5K on TikTok. Insane. Five, nice. No, 5K no. on the gram. Sorry. Back up. We hit 5K on Instagram, 20,000 on TikTok. Wild. Wild. Numbers dude. are flying for the episodes. The last episode was the most downloaded app we've ever had with Low as a guest. Yeah, insane. So it was the most downloaded Good podcast guest. ever. Articulate dude. So I just want to say thank Ghost you. Ghost wasn't there. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> that's probably why, huh? I just want to say thank you to everybody that's tuned in, rocked with us. It means a lot because, you know, we started this at the beginning of like a year, a little over a year ago. Yeah. A little yeah. over a year ago. And it's yeah, a year and a half. It's I would been say. crazy to see yeah. the growth because I, I was telling Kostas like week one of the first ever pod, mm -hmm. we couldn't hit 100 downloads oh. in the week. Um, yeah. It's very crazy to see where stuff's at now and just the where the community's at and people that are messaging us like that. You know, it's really amazing just to like appreciate you guys, you know, appreciate God. you too as well. Absolutely. I always think about just the, the first test one we tried. It was so bad. <laughs> it, we, yeah, we the did. The dynamics were off. No, no wait. Dude. We did the record. first one we, we did record. Record. We, were we were all like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. all sitting next to each other, yeah. like couldn't look at each yeah, other, yeah, but like talking in the line. Yeah, we were oh all God. staring at the camera. Yeah. It was so We stared at the camera. I really hope we don't have that saved anywhere, dude. It's got to be it's somewhere. It's pretty. I might have just deleted it. Put it on the Patreon. It's pretty. Yeah, put it on the Patreon. So Chipotle is a whole I have to tell you about yeah, this. Yeah, I need to hear I have about to tell it. you both about this. Okay. So I think that the finest American establishment next to Red Robin sure. is Chipotle. Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. A I like that. No, I'm staying statement. with it though. I'm staying with it. Keep going. Okay. I'm gonna go classic okay. McDonald's, but carry Okay, on. so it, I'm I'm you'll get what I'm going with, okay? So we got Chipotle, right? It's a staple of every college kid across America. Yeah. We're oh, all yeah. we're all ripping Chipotle. Mm -hmm. Every working class individual, you're probably going there on your lunch break. Still am. It's a great, yep, right? Still going to Chipotle. But in the last few months, I've had a huge, um, a huge falling out with our, yep. our good friend Chipotle. Okay, I go to the fucking Chipotle yesterday down the street. Okay, I pull up. It's a line of 40 people. 40 workers in the back not doing anything. They're just staying there chatting. I'm like sitting there. There's a fucking cop in line and I'm looking at him like, yo. All right, let's do something because I'm cop stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's get back there. And let's get everybody working back there. You know, no one's working. Is this, know? sir? Is this legal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. He was getting pissed. Like, I could tell. Like I was like, am I the one being a problem? Right. For sure. Right. But right. everyone else is thinking the same shit that I'm thinking. And there should be four people in the freaking line helping get food out. So, anyways, I get up there, right? And I tell the lady, I would like this to go, mm -hmm. and I want two vinaigrettes. The nice. two vinaigrettes thing threw everything off. Oh no. Okay, two vinaigrettes. You're going two we only have, Yeah, now I'm doing two. Just because one time the one didn't have enough stuff, so now I do two oh. auto. But anyways, she's like, we don't have another one. I go, you're telling me in this whole Chipotle, <laughs> there's not any vinaigrette. None. Like in this entire place. She goes, let me go get the second. No one. way. Yeah, so she went. It was a fucking container. This huge <laughs> container. Filled it up. Easy, super easy to do. Uh -huh. Okay. There, then it was just me and the cop left now in the line. The mm -hmm. line has like subsided. Uh -huh. Okay. So then. I get to the cheese portion where they do the cheese, the pico de gallo, medium salsa, right? I say I would like light cheese. I, I really <laughs> said it loud. I would yeah. like light cheese, right? Yeah. Let I would sit. like light, light yeah. cheese, yeah. cheese. I can't fucking tell you how big the glob of cheese was that she put onto this. Bowl. Just to spite no, no, you. I for thought the I thought it was a joke. Uh -huh. No, a different girl. Now it's oh, a different really? person. It's a different oh, Jesus. If you're watching the pod, this size of this mason jar <laughs> filled with fucking just cheese, lactose. This. I was like, I said, no, no, no. Then I go, no, no, no. I could see her grabbing <laughs> the fucking largest thing of cheese I've ever seen. I go, no, 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 no. Light cheese, light cheese. No, I I like look and I go. Could you please take off half of that cheese? I go, please. She looked at me, grabbed the like the smallest portion of it, set aside. That looked good. I actually I I, I like froze. I glitched out in the matrix. I was like I did, I go. 
That's perfect. Yeah, that's was, great. Was she like was she like jabbing at you? No, you think? not at not oh, at all. Oh, really? Literally, this lady wasn't even. She was always down at the register. So I was like, "Are we? Are you hearing me? Because right. I don't think I'm here. You're hearing me, and I'm hearing you." Is cop? Is the cop still there? Cop's gone. Oh, uh, cop's gone. Yeah. He was in front of me. But okay. but like, yeah, I, I just up. could not believe. Now I'm, I'm the last one in there, and I just she goes, "Everything good today?" I go, "Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's good." No. I couldn't ruin my bowl. I get back home. I took a little scoop. It was all cheese. Uh, Look, what you thought would be rice was cheese. Wow, unreal, dude. You know what kind of threw me off? Really falling off. What threw me off about your story a little bit is, I typically ask for vinaigrette at the end of the line. It kind of threw me off that you're it's ordering. It's at the beginning. Vinegar. It's a, it's now at the they, beginning. It they depends the, on the volume. Depends on the location. Really? Sometimes have it at the beginning, so you gotta ask hey, for it. Hey, keep it the same. The, the worst, it, and I learned this from you, is that sometimes when they're out of an ingredient, but they have it on the online order, it, you just say, "Hey, can you go get some though?" And they say, "No, dude." Dude. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! I've never seen this. The before. other, the, the other, mic is off the table. The you other, guys. the other Chipotle the other day. Uh-huh. I almost had to scream at this guy. Uh-huh. I had to leave. Yeah. I literally left the Chipotle. <laughs> I, I actually pulled I left the Chipotle. Okay, I pulled up. He goes, we're out of everything hot. <laughs> dude, that happened to me. Are you going to the one down the street? Said, dude, it's <laughs> Chipotle, what dude. What does that mean? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Lettuce? We have lettuce and cheese. I so go, like, this no is steak, a... Dude, no dude. protein? Then I go the, over to the are side. Are you going to the one on San Vicente? Yeah, then I go Bro. over to the side, dude, and they had everything. And I go, dude, I don't want to be that guy. I go, but I have to be <laughs> yeah. because I see the food. And yeah. I, he goes, it's against... I go, no, no, I don't care if it's against policy. Right. I don't give a fuck if it's right. against policy. I want you to walk three feet. Right. Put the chicken, please. Yes. Please. Onto the plate so I can get out of here and we can both go on with our days. Dude, it's so. In it, I don't mean to be like a bitch about Chipotle. When it happens, it's a great place. It's a great place, but it it's used really to be really god down. When we were in college, dude, back every in, time, back in nineteen, yeah. great year, hit great every, year for Chipotle. It hit every time. They couldn't make the bowl heavier. <laughs> no. It was so heavy, it would fall off the thing. I yeah. was like, I don't even need this much food. I have two days. I would go to Chipotle and have two meals. I have dinner the next day in college. But now, yeah, dude, it's falling off, it's, dude, and they got to make an adjustment. It's disgusting. That's my TED I, talk I've done, on Chipotle. I've done the fucking thing where I look at the guy and I order online in line, just staring at him because I'm pissed that he won't go to the side thing. Oh, you've had to do that. Oh, so I, I've just looked at him and been like, stay. I just okay. get, leave and go to the other one and they say the same thing. I yeah, just remembered crazy. this when terrible, I um, terrible, was at the terrible, airport terrible. about to go to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I wanted Starbucks. So I <laughs> sure. go to the Starbucks. Oh, she goes, Starbucks? Yeah, she goes, we're only doing online orders. I yeah. go. No, they do what? that, dude. They do that Sweet nowadays. Green did that. Sweet Green did that. Sweet Green does that. What do you mean? I'm like, I'll just, oh, they don't care. What does it matter if uh-huh. I order on my phone or I tell you in person? Like, let me just tell you what I want. Yeah, that's, that's the nice thing. I couldn't, about- I couldn't get the app to work. <laughs> oh no. So I left. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go get Pete's. Yeah. Pete's. Not Pete's, the same. Not the same. Not, not the same. Yeah, I don't know. They don't got cake pops. No. Yeah, they gotta stop the whole like we do online only. I'm like. No, yeah. don't yeah. do online only. Dude. I'm right here. I'm dude. in person. You're in person. Anyways, if only just do in person. That's a fantastic story. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry about. I, I really had to go off on Chipotle there. I had to do it. I had to let you guys know because it's just pitiful at this point. That like, was a really good story. Yeah, you though. like you like what I was doing there. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> come on, come on. Set up conflict so, resolution, baby. Yeah, come we're on. gonna talk about storytelling today. Storytelling. This be is a big, a big one. This yes. is a big one. I think. Okay, before we even get into these these things. Yeah. I think that this is a big one to just practice with your video stuff, okay? Yeah. Specifically, yeah. specifically video, okay? Because I think now that I've been doing videos for like almost 10 years now, I go back to the stuff that I made in the beginning and it, there, there just wasn't any like substance to yeah. grab onto. Yes. It was like I'd walk outside around the block and I'd take pictures or videos of the flowers and I'd go make like a little montage of flowers. Pretty. It was pretty, but it's missing some story there, some substance, something That's, to latch on to. I also think that when like 4K 120, mm. like B-roll came out. Oh mm. God, like, no story. There, there's no story. It was right. just like, this just looks really sick because it's in 4K and slow-mo. On a high-speed lens. It, yeah. Even like it's if you're going to make anything longer than like, I remember watching like Sam Colder videos and I'm like, this is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. But after a minute, I'd be like, I'm kind of bored. Like, cause mm. there's nothing to keep you going. There's yeah. nothing, it's just like another transition, another transition, whatever, cool shots. And there's just nothing to keep I'm gonna you. I'm going to tell him you said that. Yeah, you should. And the story <laughs> keeps you going. I mean, that's why you can watch a movie for fucking three hours. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you care about what's going to happen to these characters. Yeah. You mm-hmm. care about what the conflict's going to do. Yeah. All sorts of shit. And we're going to tell you some good stuff today that you can add into also photography, which yeah. is great. Yeah. We're going to tell you some good photo tips to help with your storytelling. And then we'll focus, obviously, on on video to be able to help you guys pull in from all these different things to be able to make, you know, make the best quality content that you can. But Kostas, give me number one. What's number one? Oh, I'm starting to Start me off, dude. All right. Number one, Mm -hmm. find your unique perspective. Okay. And I think you just got to lean into, and oftentimes it's hard to lean into what makes you unique because maybe 
uh, you might be a little bit insecure about it. Oh. But I think that if you lean into what makes you unique as a person, there's only one you totally. and there, and you are the only one who can tell your story how you want and about yourself. So you got to lean into that and that's kind of what makes you unique. And you're going to be way better at telling a story that you've like experienced or you've gone through. Like if you want to tell a story, if I want to tell a story about like bungee jumping in or like whatever, like something sure. I haven't okay. really experienced or like an emotion that I haven't really gone through or whatever, I'm not going to do it very well. But if you if you tell a story about something you have gone through, like a friend fucking doing something weird and like how it affected you and you're like making a video about it, you're just going to be so much better because it's going to be genuine. And I would argue that also going off of that, if you've gone through something that a lot of other people have also gone yes, through, totally. you're the only one who has um, experienced it through your perspective. So you're going to tell that story differently than anybody else. Right. What's the story? Of, or there's a saying of like why comedy is funny. Is it, is it like the simple truths or something? It's what like, is that word that I'm looking for? This Usually you say specific. Oh, okay. specific it's very, is funny. Okay, it's very specific. But it's um, it's oh, relatable. It's, it's relatable. specific yeah. and it's relatable. Exactly. Totally. Like, like remember, I mean, we went to Hasan Minhaj and like that whole, sh I had no idea who he was. So never, never. Wasn't well, that show so well Amazing, done. Oh, dude. Incredible storyteller. Yeah. But, um, but like, you know, you watch that show and we're going on this crazy journey yeah. of like, I feel like I know the guy after mm -hmm. the show and it's because he's really good at telling stories. And there was like a hundred little micro stories within this like one totally. hour, 10 minutes. Well, he opened up with talking about how he literally could not mm -hmm. get his wife pregnant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is like one, something that a lot of guys deal with, yeah. mm -hmm. but and, that's and, also and part, really yeah. vulnerable, really mm -hmm. vulnerable, but he had his own experience with it. And so he leaned into that mm -hmm. and he like, it made the special incredible. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, do you want to do some tips about how to expel, you know, like get out that unique perspective? Yeah. Okay. So a couple tips are identify a niche or specific content category that you're passionate about. Mm, word. Experiment with different video styles to discover your unique presentation. You got to practice with that one, right? You're just going to make a shit ton of videos and mm -hmm. then you'll f you'll kind of find out your tone, the tonality of how you tell stories well, you know, maybe even maybe the voiceover is your thing. Right. Maybe you never show yeah. up on camera. Maybe, right. Like, and I think for creators that are maybe making TikToks or whatever, like, yeah, maybe you don't have to be the center of all of your stories. You could tell great stories about other things and you never, ever see your face. I think this is kind of funny. My One of my friends in college, he had a a gloves a baseball gloves reviewing youtube channel sick so he was never yes. in he was never in the videos though uh -huh. it was just his hand uh -huh. and he would just talk uh -huh. and so it's kind of crazy to think he's just telling a story about about the glove and if he liked the review you know of the gloves right. so you don't have to be the forefront person in your films or in yeah. the stories you're trying to share but going off what you're saying um i think it's important mm, i just lost my train of thought hold on let me get it back i never oh. lose my train of thought <laughs> I think that's why like you should try to stay away from trends on TikTok and social media because it's like you're not really finding your unique perspective. Mm -hmm, you're yeah. kind of doing what everybody else does. Maybe you can kind of put your own spin on it, but then you're kind of doing what everybody else does. Right. I think there is a thing to like taking a lot of things that other people do and kind mm -hmm. of putting your unique spin on it. Of course, that's like kind of how you find your voice, but you're totally right. Like I know a lot of comedians like won't watch other comedians because they don't want to like yeah. be inspired or like accidentally take their style or totally. whatever. Yeah. I think that is really important. I had a college, um, one of my bosses in college when I was working for the Ducks, he said that when we were, because we we're little young rocks, right? We're learning, we're learning intern things. And he said that whenever you're watching all these different pieces and you're trying to pull stuff, because we're not really sparking the info or the, um, we're not sparking the inspiration ourselves. Right. right? At that, when I was first starting out, it's, it's super hard to just sit down, laptop and be like, okay, let me cook. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's difficult to do that. And so he was like, when you go watch all these different people and whatnot, he said to always, or to never take more than two things from them. So if you like that one transition, okay, cool. That's my thing. I'm gonna steal. I like that one shot that he did or whatever. So then you're only taking two things. And he said that when you do that, you're usually playing in the safe, the yeah. safe margins of not, you know, plagiarizing and not completely copying. Yeah. Sorry. If you just take two little things, it's not going to be like, that was exactly like Chase's right. video. You know, you take, Oh, I like that one shot or that one transition. And I think that that becomes more helpful when you're trying to emulate certain pieces of work that you like. Cause I think when you start, you do end up kind of almost copy cause that's all yeah. you got. You're mm -hmm. like, I've only watched this one guy or this one girl or whatever. Right. right? So then I kind of make stuff that looks and might feel 
like them but now mm. i feel like you you look at the stuff i've made 10 years of videos i go back and look at the first stuff it felt similar to like casey neistat because totally. i was the yeah. only person i was consuming but then as i you know kind of expanded my worldview, i consumed other people i went and lived i had different events happen in my life then i feel like you see the work start to change a little bit and kind of take up like my own voice and like i'm finding my own voice yeah. and being able to communicate it better um so i think that's really important so not don't put too much pressure on yourself if you're like day one i'm gonna be spielberg you know it's gonna, right. it's gonna come to you over right. time you're gonna start to you might feel like oh, there might be a breakthrough moment yeah or there might not ever be a breakthrough moment you might just you're kind of chipping away at your your view as a storyteller every day you know every mm -hmm. time you get to make a little TikTok or you get to go on your walk or whatever you see something that might spark your imagination then you get to kind of run with it yeah i also wouldn't be afraid to try different themes and styles because i yeah. feel like you might find something that you're really interested in we all loved casey neistat so we all tried to make like a casey mm -hmm. neistat Every, type of video or uh -huh. a sam colder type of video yeah. right and i think that the more you can try different types of you know types of videos that you make you'll eventually find your own style but you're not going to have it locked in on day one no and that's hard like people a lot of people sell you on like oh let me help you find your style it's that's that's not really possible i don't think i think that like that comes from just you experiencing stuff yeah and, like doing the thing a shit ton totally. of times and then i'll be like oh you know if if i gave you the same footage as me we're gonna make something a little different, uh -huh. totally. be, right? It's yeah, gonna be different. Totally. Same with you. If we all three made something, it would be different. We're giving the same type of content. So like that is because though that we found our own style, and you you're like, oh, I like this shot because of this, or I like right. this frame because of this, and that kind of just evolves over time because you're looking and then you're figuring out what looks the best in between these four little lines. You even like pull different selects, yeah, like you have different exactly. tastes, different like, tastes. What feels cool, and that's what, what makes you you. Yeah, that, that's why you know like if. For those of you listening that might want to go to the ad agency route, right? They have all these directors on their website. Mm. There's like, you know, 50 of them. And they go look at their reels and they should all feel pr different or maybe on the same vibe, right. but different. There's right. something about each of their work that's a little different than the other person. And that's what these companies are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for. Totally. Millions of bucks. They're like, I want this guy's style because he does it exactly like this. Right. Or I want Tarantino because right. it's going to be like this. Dude, I had this, I was just on set and this, this is a shot where it's like Steadicam pushes up to the car, guy walks into the car and the first take, I was like, God, he walks in like, just like, like almost like fucking Conor McGregor. Like okay. He's walking in so confident and it's like super dramatic. My shit, dude. Like, you know, you know, how, yeah. like when we watch, when we look at movies together and I'm like, let's watch that one. And you're like, start laughing at me. You're like, dude, you only like just like the most ridiculous over the top movies. It's true. Like, and, and then I'm like, that was sick. And all the agents people were like, Ooh, can we do the opposite of that? Like, and I was like, and I want it so bad. I still have that take, like, saving uh, my shit. And I think it's so cool. He walks up, like, just, like, silhouette, like, so pumped. Uh, but it's all about your own taste, right? And that wouldn't have made sense in the rest of the video, so it doesn't really work. But it's, like, you have to choose. And, like, if you bring your own taste in, like, like Wes Anderson Tarantino movies are overly dramatic. They're mm -hmm. insane. But that's them. That's what they bring to the table. And that's why people love their shit. You know, it's uniquely them. And yeah. even Wes Anderson and Tarantino style are, like, they're overly dramatic. But... They're so different. So different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, that was great. That was, I was perfect. Um, I would just like to say one last tip on this. When I was first making YouTube videos, I'll go back and I was so like not authentically myself on camera. Like I just thought you had to be so over like, yo, what's going right. on YouTube? Same. And I look back at that and I'm like, that's not me. Like that's not authentically me. Now when I try to talk on camera, I'm like way more relaxed yeah. and I just think that comes with like knowing yourself a little bit more as you mature um, and spending more time like in front of the camera and telling your story um, but yeah I think that like it allows you to be more authentic if you're like not trying to be mm -hmm. like everybody else and i think all the people that i've watched that were like playing a character right. there comes a point in the journey dude yeah and their journey yeah. yep where they're like I hate this yes. and this isn't me and this is fake and like I'm burned out and like they do that just happens with every every YouTuber you see that ever was like what's yeah. up guys or yeah. whatever dude it comes a time where like they're a year or two in and they're like I just can't do this yeah, I'm, tired. I'm tired I'm tired dude, I, I saw this comedian this and he was talking about YouTubers and he was like if anyone starts what they're about to say with a clap he's like listen to me and it's like well, let's not listen to that <laughs> that was so funny but anyways what's number two Braden? give me number two it is to focus on emotion and then the things that 
I work on a lot when you're dealing with, say, athletes or sporting events. The emotion comes from the face. Mm -hmm. And so being able to see the face, a lot of people's work that I critique, I feel like I'll be watching it. I'm like, oh, we're just miss. You're shooting the back of the quarterback right. when I can't see him open up to the to the fans. I don't get to see his face and his chest and like what it looks like when he's about to get sacked by a 300 pound, mm -hmm. you know, guy coming at you real mm -hmm. fast. So like his face might be like a little scared or something. Right. You know, so that's kind of in my realm how I feel like you can show emotion through the content. What about yeah, you? Yeah, like in just... Also, people want stuff to relate to in videos. You know what I mean? It's like this person's feeling sad because of this. And now like I feel sad. Like I love when like a movie feels so good when at the end you're like typically you're like truly worried about the character. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Like you're like my heart's beating fast. Like I'm so worried that they're not going to be okay. And like and they start crying and then you start crying. Like that's how you know you made a good video or something is like if you can evoke emotion by showing it. Right. And like people can relate to that emotion that people are having. Mm. I like that. Uh, relating it to photo yeah when I was doing concerts I felt like my best shots or my favorite shots you can see the emotion totally. on the artist's face and that's one of my biggest um, critiques when I see up-and-coming like photographers who are just starting out is that there's not much emotion on the artist's face that they're capturing and I think the best shots are when the artist is like, like on the drop of a, of a song or like during the chorus or like they're yelling or like they're on their knees. Like you can see the emotion in their face. I think that's um, as far as photography goes, like focus on the emotion for your photos as well. Number three is use a strong visual composition. Okay. And I know we're talking about storytelling, not just like making shit look cool, but like cinematography really is like, it's all like subliminal messaging, right? It's all like, using devices to get people subconscious to feel a certain way about like what you're saying basically like that tilted what's the tilted angle like made? the the dutch angle the dutch right angle. and it feels off and like is this like mm. you can always feel like in a horror movie when something bad's gonna happen even if you don't have the sound on because of like oh, it's like oh fuck like the camera's from up here right it's now shaky yeah and it's like it's mm -hmm. scary right mm -hmm. um or like it starts cutting faster etc but like you know pay attention to like symmetry which could represent like balance or like leading lines which could make you know like you draw into the character like what are they going through and like or like they're feeling really distant if they're like down a long road mm. or something like that or you could even have like a low angle and mm -hmm. we're making the subject look more powerful it's yeah. maybe it's about to be Badass, his dude. or her big moment she's about to do something crazy yeah like maybe they like learn a piece of information mm. they're about to like function mm -hmm. up yeah or like even like jib moves like if you start high and come low that means they're like pondering something usually that usually tells you yes that. yes yeah yes. that shit is so interesting you see dude. a lot of like crash zooms when like mm -hmm. you know maybe someone like learns something like mm, and it like yes yeah. kind of zooms like, into them like, something like that like david fincher movies there's always a shot where the guy's figuring it out and it's like a slow pushing on his face the like, jaws yeah 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 yes, yeah. yes. the yes. jaws shot yeah, yeah i love that dude. exactly um there's all sorts of things you can play with like depth like putting stuff in between the camera and the subject kind of tells you that they're like there are things that they might they might have on their mind like it's not totally clean like clear mind you know there's like shit that's going cluttery. on cluttery yeah yes, you can exactly. kind of you're leaving that subliminal even with the you know this we're going to talk about sound effects kind of later mm. but you can use sound to make oh, something you know big make time. big feelings you know we, right. we we could have we could have sound be scarier and like i don't know if you guys have ever watched uncut gems with oh, adam God, sandler so good. there's like this um there's a noise like zzz, very very subtle and you you'll notice it now you'll never not be able to notice it if you didn't really? notice it before yeah and it's like just a very slight like ringing and sound it just keeps you anxious yeah and it's like anxiety like when i when you if you heard it by itself you'd be like that's bugging me. Mm -hmm. What is that? What's going on? That's uh -huh. playing the whole entire movie. And now I can't un like once yeah. I, once I heard it, I was like, something's bothering me. Yeah. That's what's bothering me. Yeah. yeah. And so like, they're playing that the whole time to kind of make you feel a little uneasy about the deal. If it's going to go through right. whatever, you know? And it, so that's something that they're using in that movie for their storytelling. Especially with like, close-ups and like what the close-up represents versus like a wide shot especially like it's like it's gets you can see and if you watch movie scenes closely it's like it always starts wide when it's like say two people are talking in a room and it's about to get intense it starts wide then it's like a medium shot as it like kind of switches and then like by the end when it's really intense it's just gonna be like almost their mm. eyes like it's fucking and you can't escape it like you're in it with them also with like scary movies or whatever like you can always feel if something bad's gonna happen because you don't get the wide, right? Because a wide shot's not scary. Mm -hmm. If you see a guy get stabbed and the guy walks up to him and he fucking stabs and you see the whole thing, it's not scary fucking at all. No. But if it's like tight on their face and you just see like a blurry shadow like figure come behind him and then stab him, that's way scarier. Definitely, too. definitely. So, so there's just so many things that visually you can do to tell your story. Definitely, absolutely. Give me number four. I was just gonna say, this isn't a tip. It's just a bummer that 
most of the content we consume on our phone is vertical oh, so because yeah. it's harder to like totally compose certain shots right if you're vertical versus horizontal just kind of a bummer make video horizontal God, it makes me so sad. what's number four number four is include characters i think it's really important to include characters because if you don't have a character, then you don't really have like a subject of your film or your story. Gotta have something to develop. Gotta. Something to yeah. latch on to, yeah. dude. And like about the Sandlot. It's a great, right. great narrative arc, dude. <laughs> Love those well, characters. And that's great the, narrative. That's Benny? The shit. Benny the Jet Rodriguez? Yeah, what dude. was the other kid's name? Smalls. Smalls. Are you kidding me? Smalls? You kidding me, Smalls? Come on. Um, I feel like character arcs are like the most interesting things, especially in like now that TV is all fucking good and shit. You can go for seasons, dude. Jamie Lannister was yeah. a dude i'll say that word and then at the end dropping the c word right and that's crazy and that's a good show you uh -huh. know and you just slowly build like building a character is like that's what the video is about right that's like what the focus is on like you can shoot nature videos but like it's gonna be pretty boring after like 40 seconds mm. you have to have something that like you focus on them they bring you throughout the whole thing they go through shit that's what leads the fucking show that's the protagonist but also characters don't have to be people right and speaking yeah. of nature videos oh. what's the freaking hmm. uh what's the homework the Bound. show um it's not like it's like National Geographic, but the dude does the voiceover. Planet Earth. David Planet Adler. Earth. Yeah. That, that was that hard for you to remember. Yeah. Planet Earth. You were looking <laughs> for that. Christ. Sorry. Like, dude, anyway, that David Adam. Yeah, David Adam, bro. Yeah. But on, um, yeah, Planet Earth. It's like you're invested in these you characters are. Are. of these little of the, these little of animals. The animals. Yes, yeah, totally. not voicing no. them over. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to carry it. Yeah, yeah when, they, when, they, when they got about. that high drone shot of the elephants and the yeah. ones going the opposite direction, yeah, like ten miles, you're like, go back, dude. Go back to your friends. The herd, dude. 100 miles the other direction. How again, are you going that way? Because you fucking care about it. You care it, dude. about it, dude, because you got some built, we got some character development. We were with the elephants when they were crossing the, or crossing the green lands yeah. and they get to the water home, like, don't die by the lions, dude. And then they get by and I'm like, please go home, please yeah. go home. And then the one goes off and I'm like. It's, it's also crazy, like, in that, like, because you spent the time with them, like in the beginning, you know, you kind of like just develop feelings for them. You know, like if they, if you happen right away, you, you wouldn't see, care. You see yourself or like, yeah. friend, you're like, that's Chase, dude. He's right. really leading this group. Right. Like, that one's doing makeup. That's Costas. Like, he's over there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that small one with the tiny trunk. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Getting roasted today. Dude, listen. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what's number four? Dude? Wait, no, no. So that is four. Yeah. So four and five. Oh, is, four and five. Five is create a, a narrative arc. I will say though, think about how you can incorporate this into your own content. Like, what characters can you bring into your videos? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, you right. have yourself, but like, is there either an animal that you can have, like a pet dog that mm. you can bring into your videos and have a character in your TikToks or Instagram or YouTube videos? Or even like it could be an inanimate object. It doesn't right. have to be a person or a live animal. It can be like your camera. Like your camera could be a character totally. in your video. 100%. That's that's such a good note. Even especially for like YouTube videos and stuff. Like we all used to watch like David Dobrik's blog. Yeah. Is he canceled? Is that like an ick to say? Whenever I see him on TikTok, I see all these comments that are like, oh, David Dobrik warning. Like would have appreciated one. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Um, but anyways, like he would just bring in like new mm -hmm. characters that were like yeah. his friends and you like develop their like personalities and it's so much more interesting that way. Like Marlon from Casey's yeah. blog. Yes, he was great. A, he was a character that you would see randomly, right? Like he'd pop up one day and be like, oh, Casey's got packages day. Yeah. Let's go. That's yeah. great. And then yeah. like you might not see him for a few days and then he, he pops back in uh, again. You're like, yes, Marlon, let's yes. go. Everyone loves you know, Marlon. That's kind of funny how he how he integrated all yeah. these different characters. I th Do you want to say something about that? Well, even Casey, the video with the drone where he loses the oh, drone and the then he goes and finds it. Yes. The drone is a character. His greatest ever. Care about His it. greatest ever. Yeah. That, that, we're going to talk about that later down the line because I think I had a, a really good example to talk about that drone. Wolverine. Well, <laughs> no, it's right there. You have oh, it. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal you. <laughs> that was my big moment. I had like a whole story planned about it. No, it's fine. I don't, I don't want to say it, but... No, we can talk it, about the drone. About the drone. You yeah. know, this is a great example of the three, the three act plot. Okay. Totally. So he's got the setup. Casey has drone. He's going right. to go fly the drone. Right. Setup. The conflict, as soon as he lifts off, Crashes the drone on top of a building. Uh -huh. We're in a conflict. What are you going to do? Right. The resolves it. He goes and gets the drone and it's like the perfect three act plot. And I learned that from literally watching his little and, videos. Yeah. That's how his videos were and set up. How fun is that? That like that video, it's like the simplest illustration of what like three act plot is. Literally. And like, I just remember watching it and I was so invested. Yeah. Dude. The first time I watched it, I was like, this is the, like so fucking good. I got to I want to know if he's going to get that drone. And you're so right. It's just like, it's just 
classic storytelling that like the, the way you learn in school and you just like put it to use with like just this little drone story and it's so good mm. i still i literally stole the plot when we lost oh, God, when we fuck, lost the drone stressful. yeah we lost the drone it was a, like a whole thing chase climbed the side of a mountain after mm. meeting me for like one day it was crazy <laughs> yeah and we got that drone back what do you think are some creators that that do this well because it's so hard to do and I, I honestly think that's what separates little rocks from big rocks oh my god it's if you yeah. got a story right even even yeah. with the videos that i see of sports if there's not if it's just a hype video with a song dude mm-hmm. the only time they're gonna remember that video is the time that they're on it and they're gone they swipe totally. by and they're on the next one until you get like a video that really like tugs your heartstrings unless you're like a goaded editor unless you're gibson right. hazard yeah right. which sorry boys and girls but we ain't probably that. not yeah <laughs> i remember even like instagram stories like tucker had a story tucker doss podcast <laughs> friend he has little stories mini stories of like he's like i can't find like this thing and i get yeah. so goddamn invested in like these little his, random his IG things. stories are top tier they're un- <laughs> unreal and so it can be in any medium yeah, just like uh-huh. tell a story though and it's mm-hmm. so much cooler than just like a cool shot it's so much better <laughs> i love tucker because he'll literally go so above and beyond for the random for an instagram story he Uh, got poor guy got his motorcycle stolen and he was like i'm gonna get this guy back i watched every single one of these i was invested yeah he bought a batman suit and found the dude's apartment and like wrote a note and like taped it to the guy's door and he's like just so funny just get stabbed we're like (laughs) don't take it that far dude but yeah he's he's obviously awesome um we talked about casey he's like the man his disciple dan mays fantastic as well and what i was gonna say about dan that's really unique is uh, like we were talking about earlier how people you can use sound effects and you can use kind of mixed media dan is like one of the craziest stop motion guys i've ever seen i don't get how he does i don't either he he takes he takes too much time they need to pit like the YouTube platform needs to pay him more because his videos are right. so good. But he uses sound effects really well. And he also is cross-cutting with all of this different mixed media. He has a stop motion thing to help tell the stories, right? He's using all these different things to help you get the message across in a very creative and unique way. And that's what he does so good. Babin comes to mind, right? Yeah. If you guys should all stop and go look up Hassan Minhaj on YouTube. It's the last video that they posted Babin stars in it. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because he breaks down the creative process of him documenting documenting this show and i can only imagine documenting uh, a comedian it's right it's so same, different it's the same every night right and he's trying to do it in a unique way every single night and make that you know he, he it's crazy go look at the photos that he takes yeah because every single one is like so a talented. story in itself right and i think that you'll if you're a photographer if you're a videographer or whatever you can pull something director from what he's doing and kind of place it i think into your work and that's something that's interesting too is that like we talked about at the top of this is that you can tell a story with photos as well like we were talking about life as life of Riley, it's so fun to be like, okay, he's on this boat. He had that Negroni. He like hung out with his hottest girlfriend. But like, it's fun to just see. Like, I really feel like I go through the carousel, and it's almost like a video, right? It's almost like a figuring out, like, oh, this is like was his like little yeah. scene from yes. the trip that he took. Exactly. It's so cool. You get like the little snapping. Yeah. I was telling Costas before the um, the gal that shoots for the Lakers, Abigail, AK Fieldster. Nice. You should go check her out. But after every game at like midnight, dude. Gail's throwing up a photo set, right? And in this photo set, you might get the, Le- the big LeBron dunk, but mm-hmm. the reaction after. Um, and then I feel like she's super good at doing this. You have the micro moments. So she's right. got like uh, the handshake of somebody or someone is on the ground, like getting helped up, but it's a detail shot. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know unless like you were at the game. But anyway, she does like a really cool photo set. And at the end, a lot of the time she would put like, you know, the, just a shot of the floor with the confetti, meaning we won right. or someone like LeBron walking off through the tunnel with all the fans going crazy and confetti on the floor. We won. Right. And so she does a really good job. I think of doing that where it's like, you're getting all these micro moments. You're creating a FOMO effect around the thing that you're shooting. So someone wants to go and right. see said thing, a concert, whatever. And then at the end it's like cherry on top like you kind of get you're getting that payoff moment out of the story is completed and the game was won dude that's so cool yeah i think she does that really well there's a ton that's what the best people do though they're telling stories with the stuff that you're watching one of the things that i was not doing at the beginning of shooting concerts was shooting the crowd and mm. like the venue mm-hmm. and the, the intricate details that make things unique mm-hmm. um i was just shooting joe and andrew mm-hmm. and then i was like well, all the there's diehard fans coming to the show, like shoot their reactions to like them listening to their favorite song. Like right. they've saved up all this money to come see their favorite artist. And they're so excited. Like, why would I just capture the artist? It's like there's so much more going on, so much more of a story to tell if you capture everything that encaps encapsulates 
I don't even know that word. Dude, you had a good one. Do it one more time. Yeah. Everything that encapsulates the show. Nailed it. Fire. Come on. This is a really good thought. I sometimes be going like, yeah, it's a good I, dude, sometimes, man, I'm like, this is a really good thought. I really hope Anyways, I can land this. I was this. telling Co- Costas, we, before we keep going, I was telling Costas the other day. I have a great dude, Costas tells me things in quarter sentences <laughs> yeah. and expects oh me God. to decipher it yeah. like Morris Cody. He'll be like, and that, and he'll sit and look at me and I'm like, and that what? Dude, and, I don't and, finish and he sentences. Does, he does he'll be in the kitchen, dude, and be like, so we're going to, and he goes, it, what and i'm like you didn't say it you all didn't you say gotta do to you fix this <laughs> yeah. is just stay cancel because it would be so funny because sometimes it feels like you'll start to tell me something and then you just don't want to tell me and you walk away and that's fine but just say and then i was like cancel and then just walk away because it'd be so much more satisfying yeah. right then, anyways okay. i can i gotta transition tell me i also think it'd be really funny if we just like didn't cut any of this part <laughs> just like just like i think there's a are, lot of shit that we you should guys are here in the, the whole flow yeah we're on cut <laughs> um but yeah Give me something, dude. Give me the number six. Come on, find it there. there. Land the jet. So, (laughs) so like this showing the the photo. So showing the photos of like the confetti on the ground and LeBron, or like instead of fucking typing like, here's the photo set. We won tonight. Great game. Show don't tell. That's so important, dude. And so many people fuck it up. Like even in in movies and in videos and photos and everything. Like fucking show us with a visual that's like cleverly crafted it's so it's a lot harder to just say type out lakers one than find a cool photo that tells you that but it's so much more satisfying and i feel like that's so important in a video peter mckinnon made a video about this and i thought it was really interesting he moved into a new office space Mm -hmm. and he was his whole video was about how he wanted to say this is my new filming setup and he tried out a bunch of different spots and instead of making the video saying like this is my new filming setup just film there and make right, the video right just like show don't tell i like that or like if if like say you're showing a video and someone's like going through something hard or whatever instead of being like sam was having a hard time like show <laughs> wah, wah. show yeah exactly <laughs> like show him like yeah like fucking he, maybe his face is emoting or maybe he's like fucking a metaphor and he's like climbing a mountain like use visual metaphors and shit that shows like a struggle or shows like you know, like maybe he's learning to like experience his emotions to like a waterfall and he like starts to cry or some shit. It's just so much more impactful. Something that really bothers me in a fucking, almost every movie fucks this up. When it's the autobiographical movie or movie about a company being started. Okay. Like both those Apple movies, they're literally like Steve Wozniak to Ashton Kutcher playing Steve Jobs. is like, what should we call it? And Ashton Kutcher's like, let's call it apple that's terrible dude that's so bad and they always fuck it up i recently watched blackberry which is fucking awesome movie about is it it's about the the phone okay okay. and it's so good dude it's like an indie but anyways i was like the whole time i'm like they're gonna fuck it up this movie's good but i know they're gonna fuck it up and literally they're going to the meeting and it's like jay baruchel so he's like "Ah, i'm jay i don't know smoke a pound of weed you know jay baruchel but he he spills like He's eating a fruitcake. You don't even see what he spills, but you know it's like kind of purpley and he's like probably black, but you're thinking about it for a while. Fucking like five minutes later, it's like the end of the scene and they're finally good. And this guy is like, the guy that they pitched to at Verizon is like, this is good, but the name's fucking shit. And then the music picks up or whatever. And it's just like him, Jay Baruchel, like locking eyes with his partner and it's like zooming in on both of them. And they're like, and then you just see like the stain and then it cuts to Oprah. And she's go- and it's real life footage. And she goes, Blackberry! And she's all like handing them out and sitting. And it's like a whole thing. And I'm like, God, that is so much better That's than good like, story let's telling. call it Blackberry. <laughs> you know, I hate that shit, dude. So show, don't tell. You I know? like that. I like or that. a national treasure when he's yeah. just like, we're going to steal the right. Declaration of Independence. Right. It's like, like a meme, yeah. dude. It's so yeah. bad. It's like, do it better. <laughs> so yeah, don't tell show. It's so much better. Um, <laughs> moving on. I feel like a really important storytelling device and just understanding the difference between suspense and surprise and this it it can manifest itself in so many different ways but like classic like thriller example or like not michael jackson but like a classic like thriller example in a movie would be you know you have suspense if you show a family driving home to their house and then you cut to like the burglars in their house and it's all scary and you're like oh fuck like what's going to happen when this how when the family gets to the house and there's burglars in there that's going to be scary right and then you're worried about it, you're stressed out, and they open it and shit happens. You're like, ah. But there's surprise. If you can if you have the same fucking footage, you just edit it differently, right? If you just show the family driving home, and the next shot of the family driving home, them opening the door, and then there's burglars in it, surprise, boom, holy shit, freaking out. It's scary, right? And so the, it it does it gives you different things. You have tension with suspense, 
and you have like this big shock value with surprise and it's literally just an editing thing, right? Like, and you can use this for all sorts of different things, like a comedic story, right? I usually think like suspense is funnier. So if I tell you in the summer of 2016, I put my pants in front of an entire proven family and then I go to tell you it, then the little details are funny. Like, yeah, I woke up, I put on shorts, you know, haha, <laughs> that's funny because he's going to poop through his shorts. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, and you like think about their suspense that's building up. Like I sit down, they're like calling for desayuno and you're like, oh shit, like, you know, like I know what's about to happen. And it's like, you're kind of thinking about the suspense and then it happens and whatever volcanoes are Because you know, you're going to poop your pants. You just don't know when. Yeah. You don't know when it's going to happen. Right. But surprise is kind of funny too. Cause it's like, yeah, you walked downstairs all excited uh, and I didn't tell you that I'm going to poop my yes, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, then I shit my pants. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you know? not see that coming. So, but it's so it's you got to think about like when it's important to do both. And I think totally. I think with suspense, like you get a little more laughs, mm-hmm. but like surprise, it's like a big one laugh. You know what I mean? Um, and you can also play with this. Like movies do this a lot with um, like prophecies, like Harry Potter or like Game of Thrones. One thing in Game of Thrones in the books, this is I'm gonna nerd out. Okay, but it's called the Valencar prophecy. Cersei learns that she's gonna die by the hand of her younger brother, which she thinks is gonna be Tyrion, who is like couple years younger than her and they've always had conflict right and so in the whole time you're watching the show whenever they're together you're like is Tyrion gonna fucking kill her like when's this gonna happen you're really worried about it but dude then they surprise you because Jamie kills her and you find out that right beforehand that Jamie is two minutes younger than her even though he's her twin right you never would think it'd be Jamie yeah dude fucking crazy suspense and then Big a little curve. surprise hope you've never watched Game of Thrones yeah that hasn't also happened in the show yet but it, it's gonna happen in the books I promise <laughs> I think you can use that in your content. Yeah, let's 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 you drop could, that. You in could the use content. it. You could use it in like a in a small video. You know, mm. like like if Casey had shown you like this is my drone. I can't believe I got it back. Let's go back to how we did it. Not you know, that's fun. like suspense. No it's no not as fun, it. and no that's suspense. But the surprise of like, is he gonna get it? That's really fun. And in today's day and age, mm-hmm. when watch time is Ooh. so crucial and people are just freaking scrolling to the totally. next thing after a couple mm-hmm. seconds, if you can build suspense within totally. those first couple seconds, like your watch time is going to be longer. Totally. And it yeah. keeps you invested right away because you, know, you show like the fucked up thing. You know what keeps you super invested, dude, is great lighting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> great lighting will Boom. keep you so invested. And I mean, dude, this is, this is very important though. This is very important, <laughs> right? The way we're lighting this pod very even very even it's not dramatic it's just like you're kicking it with us at the table yeah. right mm-hmm. and if we were filming an interview and right. just chase was talking right we might want it to be more dramatic might have some haze it might be a moodier feeling shadows shadowy more shadows on the side of his face and you can use all that stuff to change drastically the mood of how it's feeling right and like you also have the option of doing it in post and right. you can make it darker. You can make right. certain, you know, you create masks with certain colors and have things bleeding in and you can have lamps in the room to, you know, uh, have practical lighting right. in, in your film. Right. And so there's all these little different things that you can do with lighting specifically to kind of give it a different look and feel. Yeah. So, I mean, you feel like you feel nervous if it's more dramatic, like, like comedy is really evenly lit because you're not supposed to feel scared right you're just like in a good mood to laugh the right? office right it's just literally bright it's right. like it's like the pot it's right. just bright lights whole thing bright but yeah. like intense ass movies are really dramatic a lot of shadow hard shadows dark night yes complete totally. opposite yeah and like you they're know? like blue and shit. everything's blue there's yeah. anamorphic lenses right. that are being used you got these weird lines whenever right. they're outside driving it's just way more intense right mm-hmm. number nine pay attention to details you're good at this and i think yes it's your thing We've talked about this before, but like when you watch a movie, there's no mistakes that are being made in like anything, all the the stuff that is in the frame, the, the mise en scene. Oh, come on, dude. Everything, everything, every choice, everything's a choice, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything was chosen. Keep going. And I think that you can pay attention to details in your own content, even if you're just making a video in your room, like paying attention to what's yeah. in the background how you light everything, whatever it may be, can really affect how the viewer portrays your video. Like you think about low, low, low. Think about low, right? Like he streamer, right? So it's like cool screens. It's like contrasty, it's like dark, techy and shit. Mm. And like that, that wouldn't work if you're maybe making like a light video about like I don't know how to make fucking papaya spread i don't fucking know you know what i mean but like you don't want that in that Mm -hmm. kind of vibe so it's like pick your vibe and actually think about what's behind you when what is it saying in in even in a youtube video also in the edit let's say you're doing like a match cut paying attention to the detail of like okay if i have one shot of him 
picking up the glass here and then I'm cutting to another shot of him doing the same thing in the edit make sure that you're matching the cut of like him picking it up there okay now the next shot you're gonna take it from here you're not taking it from the him starting it from the bottom in yeah. both times it started from the bottom now we're here exactly but you can also like tell something with a match cut right I yeah. had this opportunity in Seattle we couldn't fucking show for this one spot we couldn't show the car moving which is hard with a car commercial especially because this guy was starting in his house and he's leaving to the city that, you couldn't show the car I moving. couldn't show the car moving it's a sag thing I don't know okay so I was like what's the best way to represent like he gets in the car he drives and he leaves right so it's what I did I had the exact same shot where he gets in the car at his house you see the house closes the door and right as it closes I set up the exact same shot locked off in downtown when he gets out of the car so then it match cuts to the same car exact same thing but now he's in the city right and it's like boom it's like he's traveled there he moved there and it's so much more impactful than like you see him in the car and all of a sudden he's in the city you know what i mean so it's like you can tell a story with an edit you can tell a story with almost anything just like think about it mm -hmm. kind of pre-plan that out get yeah. that get that in your brain yeah exactly so like yeah but that's a detail right like the match cut like you had to think about that detail and that again tells you something about the story go ahead i was gonna say one mistake as far as something that i've done very specific example is like do your research as well if you're talking about something. <laughs> I was giving advice um, Two on, on camera accessories and it's a double cold shoe mount that mm. I was using where it's like you connect it to the hot shoe uh -huh. I remember this. and then you can put like a light and a mic. Uh -huh. And I called it a double hot shoe mount and uh -huh. someone roasted oh, me in the I comments bet, because dude. they were like, it's a cold shoe mount because it doesn't actually give power. And uh -huh. I was like, all right, well, you know, if I paid attention to the details, right. I could tell a better story. Right. Touch grass, buddy. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. touch, touch grass, that's so funny. <laughs> I've never heard that. I'm gonna start using that all the time. Gee, I know so many people that need to touch grass so bad, dude. That's so good. But yeah. Pay attention to details, oh, baby. Shit. We got one more. Number 10, dude. Oh, no, we have two more. We have a couple more. more. Come on. Number 10, you got to consider the setting, dude. Mm -hmm. It's very important. Yeah. Setting The setting of where your film's going to take place, where your content's going to take place, the different factors that are going to maybe change that. If you, Kosas was saying last week, if you're a nature person, right. the setting is literally the whole thing. Yeah. So if it's going to rain, like in LA, LA's fucking confused. Every, and it's all been the raining time. all the yeah. time mm -hmm. here with like Seattle. I think yeah, like I moved basically. to Seattle, paying all this rent for yeah, Seattle. Exactly. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, you gotta we gotta know what's going on before we get out there. And it, for for shorter, smaller things, right? You got a location scout, mm -hmm. go check it out. Maybe you know, maybe before you record a podcast, you check with the cleaners. They're not gonna put <laughs> yeah. the fucking right. <laughs> what is it? The Might vacuum? as well be a fucking lawnmower, dude. The vacuum, but a lawnmower in the hallway when we're trying to record our podcast. Got the AC on, AC we got the dishwasher, dishwasher. dishwasher. There's a lot of things, a lot of things that, so. that we didn't realize. Attention to detail. That you got to pay attention to before you do a podcast in an apartment building. And even like think about like sunny versus cloudy days. Like it says yeah. such a different thing. If there's a sunny sunny day walking down the street, it says way different thing than like a gloomy day walking down the street. I'll give you a good one that I saw to my good filmmaker friend uh, Josh. He put on a story this week, and he posted a sixty million dollar budget for this movie, right? And they had cross hop they had hopped the key light over in the pickup shots. And oh, no. so on one in oh, one no. scene, it's like on this gal's face, right? And then it cuts like three seconds later and it's on this side. So what had happened was they had fucked up and done a pickup shot on a different day or a different right. time. And they just didn't take note of where the lights were. And so in this film, it's like on one side and then it just hops to the left side. Oh, um, so it's just a and that's a sixty million dollar movie Jesus that they did Christ. that. So someone's head was in their ass yeah and it wouldn't be ours but no. well, yeah just to, probably you just got to take note of that stuff though all the little things of like you know even even on a really small scale if you're trying to make you know better youtube videos or whatnot right. maybe you change up you know where where you're talking at or you change up you know maybe i'm telling the story on the couch and we continue it into the room right or whatever like ways to make it interesting using the constraints of the settings that you have at your disposal i will also say during covid when like the hype house was like mm -hmm. this massive thing on TikTok. Their bathroom became like infamous right. as like the TikTok bathroom. And so anytime you'd be scrolling on your For You page, right. if you saw a video in the bathroom, you'd be more inclined to stop. Right. So if you can try to incorporate that into your content, right? Let's say you're filming in your room and maybe your room is not the most exciting thing. But if there's a way that you can spice it up to make it look a little bit more interesting, you go get a backdrop, you go get some plants and lights, whatever it may be. You make it look as visually appealing as you can. Okay, great. Now you have a great setting and 
What do you have? I'm, I'm excited for the transition, <laughs> right? Is that what you're doing? No, no. If you have, I'm not doing a transition, oh. but if you have a good setting, right? If like you're sitting there and making videos and posting them consistently, people are going to be scrolling on Instagram and TikTok right. and stopping because they're like, oh, that looks familiar. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side, maybe you want to also like get out of your room sometime and film in different locations to spice things up. Mm -hmm. that's my point and, and i also think too don't let the um don't let the environment be the thing that holds you back sure I, I was making tiktoks the whole pandemic in my mom's bathroom right and i just made stuff and i was yeah. like this is dude i'm in my childhood room i got wrestling photos on the walls yeah can't film in my room dude no you know so the next best thing living room there's fucking noise the dogs are barking can't do the living room so i was like whatever i just have to do it in the bathroom and that's just gonna be my reality and if i don't make stuff i'm gonna be hanging out in this bathroom still not making stuff right so i gotta make stuff with what i have at my disposal and now we have a cool place to be able to film you know and the setting kind of goes back to the very first point we made is like Maybe you feel like you're not living in a big city like New York or LA, so you can't make mm. sick content or you don't live in like a nice apartment, so you can't make good content. Lean into that. Totally. Like something that you're maybe insecure about can be what makes your content unique. Yeah. That's I, so good. Remember the wisdom guy, the the dude that's a fashion yes. guy? Yes. Yeah. He, it was just a corner. It was just a, yeah. white, just a white corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just painted a corner. All you need. There's a tiny, tiny room, just a little corner. That was his spot. That's and so it was good. like the infamous corner yeah. where he made all his cool fashion content. Give me number 11. Number 11, which I think is by far the most important. Give it to me, dude. Is edit to enhance your story, yes. right? And this can mean a lot of different ways, but I think like the key to telling a good story is only including the most important shit. Right. If you give a lot of filler, even when you're telling a story, talking, when you, if there's a lot of filler, it's like, where are we, what is, is that important? Was that important? Like, where's like, it's so much more enjoyable when it's like this mattered and this mattered. And then you say this and then that's like the solution. Right. And like, like really editing and like, can I say that more concisely? Can I, can I show that instead of telling it? Can I like cut down shit to make it and still tell the same story, but make it shorter. So it's like more enjoyable to watch. I feel like it's so fucking important just to like cut down on like extra details that you don't need. You, you ever have an uncle that can't tell a good story? Exactly. You know, it, that dude that we've all had one or, or you go to a wedding and the speech is 20 oh minutes. My God, you go, Hey dude. man, shorten it. Shorten right. it. Let's get just, it to five. And they just tell you details that you don't fucking need. No, and you, you, don't, you don't need to know, dude. The you got to hit him with this. Yep. Yeah, you know right what that there. is? Oh, I like that. Shot clock. Uh, shot clock. Shot oh, clock. nice. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> on the clock, dude. No, and I think that the the edit, dude, is the whole thing. Yeah, it yep. is. It is, dude, because you can you can go get. Um, I can get really pretty footage, right? Mm -hmm. Really, really pretty footage, and you could edit it horribly. Totally. Pace is off. Cuts right. are too long. Whatever, and it looks like shit. Right. You could give a great editor crappy footage. But they can cook, dude, mm -hmm. and they take you through this crazy story. Even though, obviously, it'd be nice if it was good, but right. you know, you can still tell a good story off of not great footage, dude. I've seen so many videos that go viral that I'm like, this is just a great story, right? This totally. person's great at telling stories, and that's why, like, that's why a million of us watch this. This right. also goes back to what you're saying about the suspense or the surprise. Yeah. Like that happens in the edit. Totally. Yeah. The sounds that you choose, right? The different, dude. I, you're right, man. The I, I think this is my thing. The shoot, the shooter makes the edit. The edit makes the movie. Shooter makes oh. the edit, edit makes the movie, he's, dude. He's putting There's no crazy movie without the great edit. Totally, dude. It's Shooter makes the edit, edit makes the movie, dude. I'm put that, <laughs> put that on. Shooter makes the edit, edit makes the movie. <laughs> Print it. Put it on a t-shirt. But yeah, I trademark think, it. I think it's just so goddamn important. And like, yeah, like even it, it also allows you to tell stories and to do stuff with your videos, even if you don't have a nice size camera or whatever. Like, if you can just figure out like to edit it together so it's not fucking filler so it's pretty interesting and like the story is drives the whole fucking thing it's just so much more important you were enhancing your story in the edit earlier today with the ai stuff weren't you yeah dude i was doing photoshop beta shit dude that, that shit's wild yeah dude Come on. i think we have a whole nother episode on this so yeah, like another episode steal it like Drayden, Drayden's, oh jesus you're Christ. all right figure it out anyways <laughs> get there listen okay guys this is episode number 64 of the 505 podcast if you're still tuning in, i need you to leave a review please send it to a friend tell your mom about it and we'll see you guys all next wednesday peace later bye